everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Thursday, July 23rd, 2020. The daily news podcast for entertainment and media industry professionals and probably some amateurs with updates on Peacock downloads, huge continued DirecTV subscriber losses, plus Quibi, Hulu, Twitter, and The New York Times all making headlines. And of course, a check-in with my favorite non-alcoholic brew, Athletic Brewing. Now over to Hollywood. Peacock's first week mobile download numbers are in. A tracking firm Sensor Tower has them at 1.5 million across Apple and Android. According to TechCrunch, uh, for comparison, Disney Plus week one was 13 million. Although considering Peacock has a large free streaming channel component, it may be more suited to downloads on TV streaming devices like Chromecast and Apple TV or smart TVs, all of which are not captured in this number. But Peacock is still the number two non-gaming app download on Google Play, but has fallen to 26 on Apple iOS. Today is second quarter earnings day over at AT&T. They announced that they have 36.3 million HBO slash HBO Max subscribers uh, as of the end of June. That's up about 2 million over the past six months. Uh, but total revenue at Warner Media was down 23% in the second quarter. That's thanks in large part to no sports advertising on the Turner Networks from NCAA March Madness or Major League Baseball. And of course, no movies for Warner Brothers. No offense to Scoob. But the biggest WTF numbers that continue to come out of AT&T are their satellite TV and OTT bundle business, as they lost close to a million more pay TV subscribers in just the past three months. Streaming cable TV bundle AT&T TV Now lost another 68,000 subscribers, but DirecTV dropped another 886,000 paying subscribers from April to June. That's after losing 897,000 in the first three months of the year. Doing some rough math, uh, DirecTV has gone from 16.3 million customers to 14.5 million in just the past six months, and has lost over 6 million paying subscribers since AT&T bought it five years ago, or roughly 30% of their subscriber base. In some new project news... Quibi is still moving along with new projects, signing Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson for an animated short-form series called Fathomucka. It takes a look at what happens when Sam has to become Ryan's primary caretaker after an incident, according to Deadline. Hulu is developing a project called Rodham, which is based on a book by Curtis Sittenfeld, which posits the question, uh, what if Hillary Rodham had never married Bill Clinton? The Affair co-creator and in-treatment series writer Sarah Treem is going to get to work on writing the scripts, according to the trades. And Netflix is going to finish out their four remaining days of production on the Ryan Murphy movie, The Prom, starting today in Los Angeles, according to The Hollywood Reporter. But Netflix also announced that The Crown's going to have a bit of a delay. Season 5 will not premiere on Netflix until 2022, according to Deadline. The show was recently extended to conclude with a sixth season, I guess in 2023. And I'll just put this one here. HBO renewed Perry Mason for a season two. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With a podcast deal and a new CEO at the New York Times, although that's not what the podcast is about, uh, 50,000 people do their cosplay at home starting today with the launch of Comic-Con at Home. Twitter announces new user and revenue numbers. And of course, today's pop quiz. How much older is Sam Jackson than Ryan Reynolds? Let's do an over-under of uh, 30 years on this one. The answer after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. 
And Athletic really makes the perfect drink to go with your lunch. Low in calories, their Golden Ale just has 50 calories and their IPA has 70. They use all organic malt and the four or five ingredients, depending upon the style, are uh, printed right there on the can. Plus, it's a beer you can crack open on a business Zoom call that uh, won't get you suspended, uh, assuming you can hold the label up to the camera. Uh, best of all, Athletic ships to all 50 states and the shipping is free when you order just two six-packs or more. Go to athleticbrewing.com shop. Pick out two six-packs that look interesting. Get two of the same or switch it up. I usually get a bunch of the Golden Ale when I order, but uh, that's just me. Again, that's athleticbrewing.com shop. The direct link is at the bottom of this episode's show notes and uh, order as much as you like. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. Hope you took the under, uh, just barely. Sam Jackson has 28 years on Ryan Reynolds, who will turn 44 in October. So you have three months to pick out that gift. I heard he's really into gin. And now over to the media biz and social platforms. Well, the New York Times had a busy day yesterday. First, they finally closed the long-speculated deal to acquire podcast producer Serial Productions. Uh, Yep, that's Serial. According to Variety, the price for the deal was $25 million, citing sources close to the deal. My second favorite kind of sources. The Times will also form a partnership with This American Life, whereby the Times will handle ad sales for the podcast, according to CNN Business. The Times also had the most buzzworthy media biz read yesterday diving into what's been described as a toxic culture at Hearst by some employees there, presided over by CEO Troy Young. The piece has several anecdotes of sexually inappropriate comments from Troy that definitely fall into the uh, just kind of creepy bucket. The link to the piece is, of course, in today's episode notes. And to cap things off, they're going to have a new CEO come September 8th. COO and Advertising Chief Meredith Copet-Levine will take over for a departing Mark Thompson, who is leaving after eight years running the company with no new destination announced. Over at the Twitter this morning, they announced 12% growth in daily users over the past three months to hit 186 million worldwide. Emphasis on the worldwide as roughly 80% of their daily users are outside of the U.S. Twitter has now grown their worldwide daily users 34% since a year ago, according to CNBC. However, advertising from April to June, yeah, not so much. That was down 23% versus the same period in 2019, oddly matching the revenue percentage drop at WarnerMedia. And finally, every publicist's dream finally comes true today, as Comic-Con begins at home. Although I'm sure everyone's going to miss the 14 miles a day of walking around downtown San Diego, there will be a bunch of panels to stream over the next three days, kicking off with a Star Trek panel at 10 a.m. West Coast time today. Seriously? A Star Trek panel? I mean, come on, guys. You're really not helping your stereotype. And in today's programming notes, Major League Baseball returns with uh, no fans. But hey, at least the beer is less expensive in your house. The action kicks off with the Yankees going to D.C. to face the Nationals at 7 p.m. West Coast folks, you get the Giants at the Dodgers at 7 p.m. West Coast time, both on ESPN. Sorry, cord cutters. But uh, after watching a fanless baseball game, you'll probably need a few laughs. And True TV has you covered with Tacoma FD returning to resume their season two tonight at 10 p.m. You can also now stream season one anytime on the HBO Max. And Blindspot finishes out its five season run tonight with episode 100 at 9 p.m. on NBC. And let's uh, go out with some Ellie Goulding today. Her first album in five years dropped last week called Brightest Blue. 
It's billed as a double album, but not quite sure what that means in a digital world. Uh, anyway, here's a song called Love I'm Given. The Spotify link to the album is in the show notes, and uh, that's all for today. If you would, please take five seconds to give some five stars to this year's podcast. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, and while you're there, leave a short review. I mean, hey, I get lonely. But seriously, it's a big help to me, so please and thank you. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.